0: All right, folks, we're back with the Go Time Podcast. This episode, we've got John Paul Gonzalez, J.P. Gonzalez, from down to the last two. He's the second place in the Ultimate Cowboy Challenge, the TV show. This was a really good one. And and, and you know what? The reason why Brendan is not here with me today is he's out helping out a bunch of uh, kids over in Bandera, Texas with their uh, rough stock rodeo camp. So Brendan is over there playing with a bunch of kids and I'm here trying to get this thing done so I can get it out to you guys. Uh, I missed a week in here and I have to tell you, uh, this one's worth it. I really enjoyed this one. Um, We got two more in this last week and JP was really, really a fun one. Just to hear another guy growing up on the ranch and the lifestyle, what it promotes and seeing a, a young guy stand by his values. And and he was fun. He was really fun. We kind of getting an insight of this show a little bit. And an insight to another great guy from, from South Texas. That is, a, is really a real cowboy. And comes from a line of cowboys. So anyways, I hope you guys really enjoy this. There's some really fun stuff in here. And to also find out... I guess probably one of the more intriguing parts, and you're going to find out about this in the episode, is that a lot of these guys, you know, that grow up on the ranch and stuff and and are involved with horses and and whatnot, have really an artistic side to them. And this one is no different. JP's really a talented singer, songwriter. We really enjoyed that part of it, too. got to listen to some of his stuff and some of his original songs, and it was great. We really enjoyed it. So I hope you guys, too, enjoy it also. So here we go. We are also brought to you by our friends over at Ritama Equine Hospital. The vets over at Ritama Equine Hospital have been my vet for over 15 years. They know how to take care of my performance horses and keep them on the road healthy and happy. They also service several of my clients with their reproduction needs. Ritama Equine Hospital over in Church, Texas. They know horses. All right, folks, before we get started with the Go Time podcast, I want to make mention of our sponsor. One of our sponsors is Purina Feeds. What your horse eats determines how good he will become. That's why every day more horses eat Purina Feeds than any other brand on the market. As a matter of fact, over a million horses a day eat Purina Feeds. Whether you're feeding a horsepower performance horse, a new foal, a senior who needs a little extra care, or anything in between. There's a Purina feed created to provide optimum nutrition for your animal. Feed that's been carefully researched and field tested before it ever reaches the barn. Purina Feeds. Now for the Go Time.
1: Welcome to the Go Time Podcast. Go Time Podcast. The meeting place of industry leaders, elite athletes, and game changing individuals from around the world. Here we explore the grit, guts, and mental fortitude required to succeed in business, competition, and life that you've been looking for. So stop looking and start listening. It's Go Time with Brendan O'Reilly and Todd Martin.
0: All right, welcome to Go Time. The uh, our guest today is JP from the Ultimate Cowboy Showdown.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yes, sir. Um so uh, so I feel like my first deal. Can I really get? I I did get to. I watched some of the show and stuff. I'm, I'm not, I I haven't been like a groupie or anything like that. So I, don't, I haven't got to watch <laughs> uh, all of them. There's <laughs> no JP groupies. <good>, <laughs> right? No, well, I got to admit, I watched one
2: of the early episodes, maybe first episode, and I was like, man, this guy's. I'm I'm betting on this guy. You and I'm, him I'm from beginning. Yeah, I did. Like I messaged you ages ago, right? Yeah, because yeah, I was like, yeah, this sir. guy's for real. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, so. Yeah, it was cool watching you on the show, man. And, uh, so what we usually do is sort of start with a bit of everyone. I mean, the most people that know you now through, say, the show and social media right. know you from the show. But uh, tell us how you got into the life you lead. Like, how you know you're obviously well, working cowboys, yeah? In South like, Texas. is it from family?
3: Um, it started out with my dad. You know, um, he's a he's a cowboy, and he's always he's always um, done this type of work and yeah. stuff like that. So. That's where it started out. Um, and he learned from his grandfather, which is my great-grandfather. He started it all for us. And um, he worked cattle as well, worked hard. Um, and my dad getting into it, you know, he kind of had a little bit of a late start because I think he started when he was like 13. He, he started living with his 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 grandfather. And he started teaching him everything, how to cowboy and stuff like that. And then uh, from there, you know, he he worked at a feed yard cow and calf operations, stuff like that. And that's where he got his knowledge. And then, uh, well, he had me, of course. (laughs) And, uh, whenever I was born, he, he, um, he was running a cow and calf operation in Pearsall. It was called the Ramsey ranch down there. Um, it was off 35. And I believe it was like, I think it was 1100 acres or something like that. Nothing big, but you know, big enough for, for that area. Yeah. And, um, that's where I really learned a lot of stuff. You know, my dad would take me and little bitty boy, open up all the gates. I was a good gate boy. (laughs) And, uh, you know, we'd cue cows, check water, um, make sure there was no cows stuck with calves and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. So, um, that's where I started. And my dad, you know, he was kind of, at that time, he, they allowed him to still day work and stuff. Mm -hmm. So he would day work, train coats and, uh, work cows and, that's where I kind of fell in. Once I started getting old enough, um, he would take me along with him and uh started out helping him work cows and learning all that and train a lot of horses with them too. Start he'd buy a lot of sell barn horses, and yeah. Ignorant some guns or <laughs> <laughs> you know, they'd come back and you try to you say, Hey, let's go forward and they're like, No, we're not going forward. We're running backwards with you. <laughs> you yeah. So um, you know, that's where um the horse training that I started uh learning was Dealing with a lot of ignorant horses (laughs) and not knowing where they came from, yeah, the background was, yeah,
0: yes, sir. That's kind of a tough deal in itself. It's not knowing, you know, it's one thing to start with clean slates, yes, but man, if you're starting with something that's got a whole lot of of baggage and you don't know what the baggage is, (laughs) you know, that's a hard deal to that's a really hard place to start. But I think that's something that a lot of the people, as far as horsemen nowadays, don't haven't gone through
3: right i i would think so you know but i think it kind of led up to a good deal for me because i've learned how to you know deal with those hard-headed horses and i was like you know um you know i know i what i can say is i can appreciate a good one (laughs) you know when i'm on a good one i say hey man this horse is really really good i just need to take my time with them and and give them his time to learn Mm. so
0: that's what it taught me, didn't it? Takes it takes the bad ones <laughs> to show you what the good ones <laughs> yes, are. Sir. Oh, man.
3: <laughs> yes, That's sir.
0: Cool. Uh, you know what? That's really kind of funny about the one episode on the show mm-hmm. where um, you got to pick the uh, the two year old that you're going to ride and had to do all the extra, extra stuff on it. Right, right. Um, that, you know, first off, the one that was picked, mm-hmm. but then also, like, none of the other ones got as near as far as you did with, with <laughs> one whenever they hand you the rope and you had to go work it and everything yes, else. Sir. That was that was pretty. That was really yeah. pretty cool. Well, see, what I was, really like that one. What what was cool about that coat was he was kind of
3: hard headed. You know, he kind of was a little bit wanted to kind of crow hop and buck around a little bit. Really couldn't buck too hard, but uh he'd fall over himself. And uh, <laughs> they they didn't get to see that on the show, but he fell with me about two times, and we he rode over me. But he weighed probably about eight hundred pounds, so it wasn't it wasn't too bad, and. Uh, I stayed working with that horse and Cole Weidman, he was another one. He did more, more kind of groundwork with him. We kind of tag team on that horse. I would do the riding and he would do the groundwork. Mm-hmm. And uh, so whenever I got the chance and, and was able to pick him, I said, well, I'm picking Stain with mine. I already know what he is. Yeah. I ain't going go. yeah, you know <laughs> yeah. to go pick something else. So that's what I did was st- stayed. Uh, I said, man, I think I can, If if I can just show this horse, you know, that we can get through this competition, I think I'll whoop him on it. And I think yeah. I I, oh, I just picked the right one. <laughs> well,
2: so so are you saying it was kind of, it was a bit tougher at the start, but it came good as you went on? Yeah,
3: that's, yeah. Yes, sir. That's oh. what I was saying. You know, he was a little bit tougher in the start, yeah. but he ended up making a pretty nice little horse. And I've found with like young horses
2: and it's kind of the same. I, I have this funny saying like with people, it's like the, the, good, the good boys are never quite as good as they seem and the bad boys are never quite as bad. And I think it's the same with horses like, if they're real easy at the start, something's coming. Right. And if they're a bit tough at the start, you can get through it and then they'll, they'll go well. But like sometimes if a horse is too easy at the start.
0: Okay, so um, I gotta put a, I'm gonna figure out what time that was. So we had a part that we're gonna have to like, Brendan messed it up. Yeah, it's my fault. I'm blaming on Brendan. <laughs> the technology got sick of me. <laughs> um, so he was talking and then somehow it went off when Brendan was talking. Okay. Um. But uh, so, something I noticed on there the difference, like as you got down to the last part, right, was that there was an age difference, right? right. And there's a, there's a there's a big difference in your growth right. at that age between like twenty five and and 30. Right. You know, there's just kind of there's a change that goes along where it becomes a little bit of a mature thing or whatever else. And 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 do you feel like that really played a factor into, you know, when you got down to the last part, you know, how much of a difference that made on you making good decisions in the process of the work and whatever else and seeing it as a job, not a, you know, something of a show.
3: I do. I felt like there towards the end, they were worried about, you know, this and this is calling out katie joe and and tyler they were both they were both more worried about winning than the task we had at hand you know um and they kind of condensed that whole deal way down we had a lot of trouble with those cattle and stuff like that and uh i and i'm like i said i try to be as humble as i can but i sorted off almost all those cattle and uh what happened at one point was um, some cattle spilled between Katie, Joe, and I, but I was kind of, at the position I was in, I was working a two-man hole. I was trying to work the gate and work hold cattle. So um, what I was kind of doing in that corner where Katie, Joe, suggests yeah. us to put them in was I was just sorting them right there. I was rolling the coal cattle between us and rolling the cattle we needed into that gate. But I was having to hold hold the cattle we needed if for some reason they rode in. Yeah you do a double go duty. Back over there, yes sir. Yeah. And then come back and, and watch the gate. Well, on one of them I hollered at Katie Joe. I said, Katie Joe, don't let that one by. It's it's a gold tag. Well she she didn't move. So I had Boone committed to my right hand side and he was committed all the way to the right. But when I seen that cow, I wanted to try to stop her. So I shoved him over to the left and he swung and committed all the way to the left. Well, whenever he swung to the left, some cattle went by me and kind of spilt in mm-hmm. into the into the pen. But they didn't show any of that. And that's on that last episode, I was so frustrated. But it was it was because of the thing, how everything was going. I yeah. wanted it to go smooth for everybody. I wanted everybody to look good because I wanted them to judge this deal of overall, not one episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I kind of felt like they judged it over that one one deal
0: and huh mm. yeah i um i I thought the whole thing was really interesting yeah, i it thought was, it was really kind of a a pretty interesting di- so I, i'm curious yeah. curious how did you find out about the show like okay. how'd you get how'd you even like apply for it or you know whatever that, that's interesting too
3: because uh uh a guy that i worked with uh cuatro he was on the first season oh yeah, uh, yeah,
2: yeah I remember season. Seeing him, yeah
3: and uh he was on it and he told me first, he's all, like, Hey, you should, you should sign up for that show. I think it'd be good. And I was like, nah, I said, I, there was an advertisement on Facebook and I was like, that's not real, man. Oh like, really? I said, that's a fake advertisement. Cause you know how much stuff you can find that's fake. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said, there's no way that they're not looking for it. And I, I just kind of, you know, blew it out the window. And he said, uh, so he was working for me at the time. And he said, Hey, they called me on that show. And I said, really?
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> he said, do you mind if I take a a few weeks off of work? He said, "Uh, I'm gonna try to try to get on that show." I said, "Yeah." I said, "That's fine." So he went and took off, and uh, he went on the first episode. So on the after watching that first one, I said, "I'm gonna do this. I have to do this." Yeah. I said, "I gotta do it." I said, "Uh," so I told everybody all the guys I work with, and they were they were giving me crap. You know, they're like, <laughs> they're like, "Why are you gonna do something?" I said, "Dude, it's a chance." of a lifetime you know you got fifty thousand dollars on the line it's it's a chance of a lifetime i'm gonna go do it said um i don't know what it's gonna do for me or or if i'm gonna even be any good i may get sent home right off the bat you know but i said i need to do this i just had i had a strong feeling about doing it like i said Mm -hmm. it's something that i need to do and I signed up for it and sure enough, they, they called me and it was boom, boom, bang. Everything just happened quick. And I was like, wow.
2: That's (laughs) That's cool, man. That's That's really cool. cool. Yeah. That's real cool. Cause I remember, I did see that first season and, uh, what, one thing I noticed, I'm pretty like, I don't know if it was just my perspective, but I definitely think the challenges in your season, they'd stepped it up a notch Oh in some, like some cowboy stuff. So the first one was kind of like, yeah, it was, there was, it was a bit, there was some tests the second one like if you weren't if you didn't bring your A game like there was very there's big chances to get hurt you know yes, like sir. the catching the balls and riding those colts and all that sort of thing whereas the yeah. first season was like you're always on your own horse doing right, right. something you know uh achievable did, so,
3: did you notice my own horse was on the first episode too nah, in the first, first season season. No. Yeah, first season. Who, you, know, you, know, you had that um cuatro I let him borrow him for that hey,
2: cuz that's one thing i wanted to ask you yeah. and i'm not just saying this yeah the whole season i was like just obsessed with your horse because uh it was like sort of like you i always say like horses kind of mirror us right Right. and like it was just the horse that was super consistent and could do it might not have been like head and shoulders above in any one event but it could do everything and that's what i would want in a horse you know rather than the horses super good at one thing or real fast right, or it's special right. specializes in one thing but then falls short in others so how long you had that horse is what i was well,
3: gonna ask i got i got boone when he was a three-year-old um a lady at and in Pearsall, she lived she had a ranch called the johnston ranch and uh she had two coats and i loved both of them she had sent them to me to both originally ride for her and then she i told her how much i loved them and she said you know what i'm gonna do for you she said i'm gonna give you one but you're gonna, I paid a lot of money for this horse, JP. So, you're gonna have to ride that. other this other horse for me, whichever one you want, but for a whole year, and I'll give you whichever one you want. You pick, and that's how I picked. I picked boom. Damn. Both of those horses <laughs> turned out so good, like, I was so happy with both of them. So wow. pleased, I loved both of them. And he's out of a horse called uh, a one time sizzling Pepto, and uh, I don't know, I just love that. Love him, like, he's good minded, he just tries. Um, he's probably one of the best that I've ever rode. That I like. I mm. pre- just love him. I, mm. um, so I'm be- just very happy with him. He tries to work a cow. He tries to turn around a little bit. So he's just a horse that that just gives us all. You know, he's mm. a good horse.
2: How old is he? Now?
3: He's a ten year old now.
2: Okay. Yes. Yeah. So you've had him. I've you've, had him for. So fun. you've had that time to build that relationship with him.
3: Kind of, you know, because you know when you have your own horses, they get put on a back. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh-huh. a horse train. That's, why, that's why brendan started mine <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know how that goes
3: you know, yeah. you know that goes um, i don't pay real well
0: <laughs> so i gotta ride somebody <laughs> i know
3: but this is i mean it was this whole experience has been a, a blessing i don't know if y'all heard neither but after this whole deal um you know there was some people um, that were upset that I had lost and everything, and they said they felt like I strongly deserved this. Yeah. So a guy named Tink Jackson called me um, that night. He said, um, "He's I'm gonna say it nicely because he didn't say it very nicely. He <laughs> said, uh, this is BS. I strongly felt like you deserved this, and I felt like you were robbed, and I'm gonna do something for you." And I said, "Well, I appreciate that, sir. You know, I said I really do appreciate that." Next day he called. He said. I put this deal together. It's it's called buy a cow for JP. He said, I'm gonna try to get fifty head for you. And he dang sure did. He's yeah, got, yeah. He's got fifty head together right now for me. Yeah, That's
0: crazy.
3: Whether it be uh people that donated money or people that sure enough gave a cow, but they all gave uh either a cow or a thousand dollars. And uh man.
0: Holy smokes!
3: That was a blessed man. That's
2: crazy. Is
3: that cool or what? That's that is, so freaking crazy.
2: Did y'all know that? No, yeah, I, I did I, see yeah. it on one of your pages on social media, and it was like it made me. Man, it seems like what you've done for the town of PSL right. is like it's That shows what you've done for them because they're willing to do that.
0: You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah, it's so a very cool. Big blessing, man. It's crazy. Um, but you know what though? That's I mean that says something. Like I know you know it's reality TV and whatever else, but like. No matter what you do, somebody's personality is going to shine through. Yeah. yeah, Right. And seeing the, and, and that's what people want to reward nowadays, right? right. Is somebody who's willing to work hard for it. It's not somebody, and like, you know, that's great that it was given, but it wasn't necessarily not earned. Right. You yeah. know, that people see that, that they know what kind of guy you are and like th- that should be rewarded. That's what's what we want to reward.
3: And I don't know if y'all saw a live video, um, that I had put on Facebook. Um, but I had put one cause I kind of broke down on it, you know, cause I was, um, this thing that they did for me, is like, I told him, I said, uh, I told everyone, I said, I'm used to working for things. And mm. I said, it's kind of hard to accept this because of the kind of, I know some people don't understand it and they kind of look at it in a negative way. Mm. I said, but um, I've worked hard. I said, for everything that I own and I'm not going to, I'm not going to take this bless, not take this blessing. You know, I'm going to accept it, yeah. bring it in. And <laughs> uh, it's been something that's just, I mean, it's a blessing. It's a, a big time blessing. So I'm just very appreciative for every one of those people. Yeah. There was another guy, Wesley West Whitwell. He he uh, created a GoFundMe too for the same purpose, and they combined both of those those deals.
0: So that was and it's freaking that's just crazy, crazy man. Yeah. It's crazy. It's really cool. Yeah. That's, that's very know, cool. Uh, so I had so I had something similar given to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, gosh, um, it was like 15 years ago and um and it was for this kind of the same deal right i had i was you know somebody saw me working really hard i hadn't really won anything big or like that but you know my work ethic was seen and somebody saw it and 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 i was working for the guy i was riding horses for him and he was probably one of my my first really big client that could afford to buy really nice horses and stuff and, um, and me and my wife were, uh, were, you know, trying to have kids and we couldn't have kids. And so we were starting to look at, um, adopting. Mm. And so, you know, you start looking into adoption and stuff and, man, that is expensive. Oh. And you're just a horse trainer, like, you know, <laughs> just trying to, and, and, um, and we start looking into it and at the time. It's more expensive now, but at the time that's, t- it's $20,000 that you had to put up to adopt a kid right through private adoption right and um and so we were looking at that and i'm i'm, I'm you know my wife's like starting to save up money and all i could think of is that's a really good prospect i could go buy <laughs> <laughs> for that and, and um and so we started socking our money away and whatever else and had one of my customers paid mm. for the adoption
3: that is so freaking sweet man.
0: is that crazy that
3: is sweet that's a blessing man. yeah, yeah. It's
0: a blessing. Like, like they you know and and he wouldn't want any recognition for it or whatever else and and um but you know you
3: know what he did oh yeah.
0: yeah oh yeah i mean I like just you know like floor yeah. you
2: you know yeah. And that, yeah, it can be hard to get your head around things like that, right?
0: But, it's hard to accept
2: it. And yeah. you'll look back in years, like both you guys with those sort of things and, and and like it's changed your life. Like I'm sure you'll look back with this 50 head that you've got in years and years and be like, I mean, this is redirected, not just your life, but your family's life. Another thing, And, and that's from yeah. like your character, you know, like peop- that came from your character. It wasn't like you, you want to show with one act of like athleticism. Right. It was like. People want to do it because
0: of who you are, and that's even more powerful. You know, well, you know, that. there's so something that you look at um, today, and this is some of the things that I think are really important to be shared with right. you know on this kind of stuff. Right? Is that that is different? Somebody giving you fifty head of cattle, right, right to do something right. with and and make something out of that. Right. That's an opportunity to create a living, yes, right? Sir. But it doesn't come without hard work. You're not gonna sit there and get on just sit and get fat on, you know, that they just gave you a whole lot of work. Work. They gave you a job. (laughs) That's what I was about to say. And you know that, but you know, you look back at what is even something like this, that's what's biblical about it, right? We weren't we're not told to just give to the poor. It was, you know, the farmers were even told to leave that last row for the poor, not cut it, give it, you know, put it together and give it to them with no work. But it was leave that so that they can collect that. They can go and labor and be, you know, and be, um, feel honorable about their, it's not without work, right? right? That you taught them how to work and you gave them opportunity, not just, you know, a handout, but a hand up, right? That's exactly. And that's what this is, right? Is, and that's what I thought was really cool about the winner. Mm. right that in that with katie joe and and i think that's kind of cool I mean, she had a neat story too and everything mm. else right she's cowgirl and, yeah she is sure enough cowgirl. yeah a name fit it too like katie joe that's yeah, a great name too but she's, she's a cowgirl a too she's and she earned it and she put a lot you know her emotion that you saw yeah, was, right. was was because she was so invested into it too but like you want to see that from you know young people yes, that are like working hard for it Yes, sir. And then it's it's not just you know it wasn't you know yeah. a bank account right. they give you some right. free money right right to just spend and go buy a new car or whatever else they gave you a a job right mm-hmm. right and a chance to make more of it. See, there's
3: two cool parts to that. You know, I think I think uh, I knew about halfway through that deal, right when we did the bull deal. I said this is, and I I said it on the show. I said it's going to be between Katie Joe and I when it comes out. Once I already knew, I already knew. I just had a strong feeling. Mm. Um, but that was, now I'm going to kind of jump
0: to another subject though. And then you had the, you didn't have a leg up. You're not cute.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> She's cute. <so>. Yeah, <laughs> it's that, like, that, oh, you're she, working from a negative. She had that.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. She had that by a long but no, I was freaking out with a 50 head of cattle. Cause I said, where in the heck am I going to go with all this?
4: <laughs> and yeah. I was
3: been stressing, been stressing. So just making phone calls, making phone calls and man, just god works in mysterious ways he, he does. does because things just keep on falling like in place i was like there's no way i'm i'm gonna stress about i'm where am i gonna put these cows what am i gonna do and doors are opening dude and it's just i was, okay. I, I thought you know i i'm sorry i might have to tell these people i might not be able to accept this you know this is yeah, a yeah. lot you know and uh, no these little things have been working mm-hmm. for me and and it's just it's a blessing man it's all a blessing but and that show, like you're saying, like, it's, it was a good thing. It
0: was a good experience. Yeah. yeah you know, and I think that's, that's really cool. That's what I like the most about the whole deal was the prize wasn't just, you know, a prize that, you know, you get to a new truck, you know, yeah. or something like that. It was literally, you know, it fed you into your own business yeah. and a way of life. And it wasn't something that anybody shied from. Is what you wanted. Like, it's the work yeah. that you want. Right. 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 Don't feel like work
4: though. <laughs> no, no,
0: <laughs> <laughs> One thing that I think is cool, like
2: it's sort of what you mentioned about when you decided to go on right. the show and it it sort of all has to do with you saying about these blessings and doors opening is you gotta dare to win. You gotta dare to take that chance for right. anything to happen, you know, because right. there's people that might be like, Well, well, I don't get these blessings, like doors that don't open for me. It's <laughs> like, man, throw your hat in the ring. Like right? <laughs> dare dare to win and dare to go on tv like right. man i've lost on tv in front of the whole
3: world but uh you right.
2: gotta like, got to like <laughs> but i've also won on tv in front of the whole right. world, you know what i mean yeah, so yeah. it's like you gotta take that chance. you gotta take it mm-hmm.
3: no and i believe in that you know um i've always always been a go-getter dude that's mm-hmm. one thing i can say about myself um when i put my mind to something i'm gonna do it you know? yeah and uh that's since just, like a little kid you were always- since that i've been that way since i was little um i've always been quiet yeah uh, i was real well and i i don't know if it was because when i was little my dad always had me working around older men mm-hmm. so i was kind of like used to talking with men you know yeah. so when i went to school I was kind of the out guy out, you know, I was yeah. outcast, you know, oh, that guy's a cowboy. He's was kind of weird. He doesn't say nothing. So I was, it took me a long time to find myself after, after high school and everything. Yeah. I was kind of, and then once I started, I started playing music Yeah, that kind of gave me a little bit of a voice and uh, I started finding myself. I was like, man, I know, I know who I am. And yeah. I know who I need to be. I just need to just stay on this track yeah um but as far as being a go-getter that's been something that you know I've always kind of had in me I anything that I want to accomplish I set my mind to it and I just mm. do it you know that's I just cool. get it done damn man
2: that's real cool yeah I know what you mean about that like uh I was really similar growing up like my my pop my granddad was my best friend and would taught me a lot it's sort of like I missed a. I I did I wasn't interested in stuff other kids were interested in you know what I mean but I still I still had friends but I just wanted to that whole world of like horsemanship and real old school stuff, saddle building way interested me way more than what my friends were doing. Right. Right. But in a way, like it's, it's character building because you, where other people kind of try all these different paths to work out who they are. Right. You kind of know who you are. Right. It's just, just stay in the the path. You know what (laughs) I mean? By the time then you mature, like you've got this strong character that people then, I think a lot, and what I found from when I had similar situations to like what you've had, where the people blessed you with like the cattle, I, I like you, I didn't want to take it. Cause I was like, I didn't earn yes, it, right, you know. But right. then I realized that the people they're doing it because of, it's almost like they, it's not that they want to be you, but they admire, they see something in you that maybe they don't have. Right, they're like, right. man, this guy maybe has strength of character that right. I admire so much. Cause maybe when I was his age, I didn't have it. Right. So I want to help
0: him because you know what i mean like uh, that's what i found anyway well and that and i see like from the guy that one of the guys that gave me some opportunity right was that he saw the same drive and work ethic that he had Mm. and got him to where he was at and he couldn't have done it without opportunities too
3: so you want to pay it forward
0: yeah Mm -hmm. it's part of paying it forward right Like that guy had the opportunity, became one of the uh, you know, one of the biggest home builders in the area, right? So and he was like cool. huge business and doing super great and sold it for, you know, a crazy amount of money and whatever. And he saw I'd like to think that you know, he saw the work ethic, the drive, and and the honest work ethic and drive, you know, not not uh not a uh uh at all costs and at somebody else's detriment, Right. you know, or mm-hmm. that it was just, you know, all about me and a selfish deal. Right. But yeah. that it was just, he saw an honest work ethic in a guy that, you know, was just, he saw himself, right. right. Saw some right. of him own himself in it. And and I would bet you that that's the same thing as the other guy, you know, that you just like, those are the guys you want to like, it's not a handout, it's a hand up. Right. right. It's like, Hey man, somebody did that for me. I'm going to step it out and do the same that, thing. Right. Yes, sir. I agree. Yeah. yeah. And I think a lot of things
3: kind of molded me, you know. Being around the right people, you know. There's a lot of guys that I work with. My dad and my mother, they they kind of, they started the whole. They're they're the roots of who I am, you know. Yeah. Um. But uh, you know, um, like guys that I've worked with, Jody Sherhart, Kobe Magnum, you know, they're all guys that when you work with them, um, Kelly Thigpen, you know, they're all good guys that when they go to work with you, they're trying to outwork you, you know. They're, yeah. like, they're just they're. And they're good people, too. Like, you can tell them, like, hey, I'm going through this or something in your life. They're not people that you can, that you're just, they don't care about you. When you're working with them, they're like family, and they yeah. want to take mm-hmm. care of you. Mm-hmm. And those are the guys that kind of work with, and it's it kind of molds somebody into a good person, because they don't ever let you think bad. I know we mess around, and we may talk, you know, hey. as men, yeah. joke around and stuff. But uh, um, when it, when you need to be serious, they're like, and you need some guidance in your life. And they're older than me, so they're kind of like, hey... Don't stray away this way. Don't steer this way. Stay right where on the road you're at. Be, you know, be right, be good and and just try to just try to keep on going the way you're going. So they're always there to give a hand up and 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 give advice and I think that helped me, you know, try to try to be who I want to be. I've always though been real big about being humble. Like that's one thing that I've never wanted anybody to say is, "Hey, that kid's stuck up. He 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 holds his head too high," you know. I always Humble, humbleness is something that I care about a lot. I don't know. Mm. It's just something that's in me that I want to, that that's what I'd like to be is
0: more than anything, it's humble. Mm. But um yeah, I would, I would like to be more humble. I think sometimes <laughs> Yeah, <probably his> <laughs> you know, being a big smart ass sometimes got me in a lot of trouble. It's also gotten me into the show pen and, and, and got me, you know, I, I always say that my alligator mouth is overloaded my chihuahua (laughs) (laughs) but a few times um Uh, but um i think that's where i how i challenge myself at times is you know overload my (laughs) so did y'all watch the last one the very last episode
2: episode. yeah was that that was the one with the cult doing that obstacle no this is Mm -hmm. the one where we had a pin oh yeah yeah i did see it 200 head and you had to cut out the gold tags so how what did y'all think about that the the whole the whole thing (laughs) that was one of the ones where it i was like that when i was saying about if you've worked stock before and you can see that going a bit slower is actually faster that that was what i was thinking of uh you know like uh, and uh and i could tell your frustration (laughs) because i could tell you wanted to do it the way that might take Ten minutes longer, yeah. but it'd save you forty-five minutes in the right. actual long run.
0: All I could yeah. think of is the only real cowboy out there knew to use the pins, and he just wanted to <laughs> use the pins. Like, why in the heck are yeah. we doing this the yeah. dumb way? Yeah, were well, you not allowed to
3: use them? We weren't allowed. Nah. Uh, we weren't allowed. But uh, like I said, we had been after it for a while, you know. And and I was, they were hot. I knew the cattle were hot. Oh, I was hot,
2: and uh, and it, yeah, and it becomes diminishing returns. Like once the cattle. Get that worked up. You only need a few to break off, right. and the whole thing is back to the start. Yeah, exactly. Like uh yeah. so yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, well, that's that's literally what I thought because I had as for, like I knew that it was getting edited, so we didn't see the whole thing. But I was as watching it, and I could tell by how you were getting worked up. Everyone was seeming a bit frustrated, but it's funny when certain when pe- different people in life get frustrated they go some get a bit hotter and some people shut down man right. uh, and it looked like Tyler kind of shut like was like if i do nothing right. i can't do nothing wrong right, right. and uh so that he kind of went there you were kind of getting a bit like man i just want this to be done yes. I've, and i've been there on real <laughs> i've been there on real work days you know and and uh where you just like and you know if something goes real wrong someone's getting in trouble so you're trying to do it in a way that right. it doesn't just all end up tits up
3: what what I kind of felt though on that last one, I was like, oh cause it's kind of funny whenever I told him I said, Let's just use the pins. The pins it's common sense. They're right there. It's not caught quitting, but I told him, let's just use the pins They're right there. Mm-hmm. i I told him I'll take the hit if they say anything. And then they said uh, Katie Joe said, No, we just need to take our time and, and sort them. it can be done. And I was like, Yeah, but y'all ain't sorting them. I'm the one <laughs> I'm the, I'm the, I'm the sorting them. <laughs> so uh that's where I kinda like I was just like, okay. So did y'all, did it go the way y'all thought it was going to go at the end, at the final or oh, the finish? Yeah. The finish when he, when Trey said he chose, did you think, did, how'd you think it was going to lean?
0: Yeah, I thought for sure. I really did. I, you know, and I, not because of, um, I think merit could have gone both ways, you know, whatever. Um, but there was, there was, a uh, there's just an emotional part to it mm, about, yeah. you know, Uh, with her and she had you know she had a good story yeah you know um and and there was you know just tv wise right it made sense why why yeah yeah yeah. but um but i i think it could have gone it could have swung either either way on it um and there's just a good story behind to go that direction
2: yeah i thought i thought uh to be honest that that last challenge was a bit of it was kind of maybe not the right challenge for that last episode, to right. be honest, because it was like, again, like anyone who's worked 200 head with that many, few people and whatever, and had to do that job. Uh, like it can go, and that's probably why they set it up that way. They wanted it to potentially oh, yeah. go bad, yeah. but it so always it. like the guy that takes the heat isn't, it doesn't always, you know, if cattle blow past a certain guy, it doesn't mean it's his fault. It can be the fault of another guy putting too much pressure on right. him and yeah. that. So it's like, it was just. It was. I don't know. It was a tough challenge to judge it on, honestly, because it it was hard to look at each individual, um, for their merit when it like you got two hundred head of cattle and someone not doing their job on one side mm-hmm. of the pen affects the other guy on the
0: other side. Right. Yeah, and uh, I think they got the, so like the we, last two for sure. Oh yeah, like I, like you between you and Kate yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, Like yeah. for sure. Right. Um. Yeah,
2: I I kind of knew I thought for a few episodes yeah. it was going to be you too for right. sure. But yeah. um but then I was I kind of thought that you you kind of got a bit short changed in that last challenge. Right. I, and it wasn't and it wasn't like because it was you, it wasn't like they set it up like let's get him. Yeah. It was just like whoever stepped up to try and take the spot you were. Right. And then there's another guy on the other side doing nothing. Right it's gonna be hard right you yeah. know so that's where it was uh whereas if it was like that cult the one where it's you on one cult right. we're looking at you on you know what I mean yeah so
0: that's if you had that's added tough. that into it yeah. like all of that, that like then for sure that would have like, evened it up That would even it up but I think that um I could see it going to you and somebody putting together a deal and Buying 50 head of cattle for her, too. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I like I, could, yeah. you know, well, I say, think yeah, that's how swap. close it was, right? Yeah, it was really close. I yeah.
3: think it would have been cool if they would have swapped the last, like the last two episodes. Yeah, Maybe yeah, like, yes. The the trailer loading and the yeah. coke deal on the last yeah. one. Yeah, because it would have been, you would have been able to showcase everybody, you know. I well, exactly. you know,
0: have a question for you. Hmm. So, um, when you when you loaded those those two cat those two uh, two steers. head of cattle those two two steers right. in that in that half top right, right. they showed parts of it but I, I wanted to know how you get both of them in the front or what, what because they didn't explain it right and so just for my own curiosity I saw two different like somebody run one up in the front and shut the middle gate right, right? how did you do yours to get both of your both uh, uh steers up in the front and then your horse in the back oh um what i did was like what's the process of that from a cowboy because yeah. like i'm a horseman i'm not right. a cowboy
3: right well on that one you know i kind of already obviously we're by ourselves so i said my strategy is uh first off the bat I said i'm going to drive this son of a gun and put him as close as i can to the trailer so i loaded that first one and i already had him shoved up to the front well that gate there was a middle gate in there right a little a little gate yeah so when i loaded that second one I knew I I was gonna have to keep him at the end of the rope. That's why that steer jumped in for me. Once I got him, the last one did, he jumped in and I could have just maybe went in there with them or took a chance and, but I said, no, I need to go all the way to the end of the rope with Boone and keep that steer kind of in that corner where he was butted up to the corner so I can get that gate and everything and close the back gates. So what I did was just, um, he stayed there tied up, you know, to the trailer, he couldn't go anywhere. Mm. So it gave me time to close my back gates, Go open the other gate, and then when I rode Boone up, took off that rope and shoved him up to the front end and threw that little that little cut gate.
0: Ah, okay. okay. Then I said,
3: okay, now I'll just get on Boone and jump up, jump up in there. Ah, okay.
0: I just went because they didn't show that, right? They didn't show that, and they just show you come running up with them. It's like, man, you know, I mean, just for somebody to see the the, for me, to for somebody to see all the small stuff on a half top that makes it a good cowboy a good, dude, yeah. you know trailer mm. why is it that it's just half top why is it that it has the little triangle deal that run your rope through like right. all those things that you know that are working working parts to those trailers that's what I have that's, that's kind of cool 16 foot
3: trailer a little yeah. 16 foot nets so a half top and they're handy because that's what you do you just throw them up there suck them up to the front close your back gates and then use your little cut gate and roll one in so oh, they're handy cool. handy handy very
2: cool it was interesting seeing that Yeah. In episode 2 that uh the Difference between you know, like, uh, there's guys that were they could they could rope real good, but they probably maybe been used to team roping or whatever, they'd rope and and start trying to drag them. Whereas you were like, Man, if you're heading the right way, I'm not going to put any right. pressure on yeah. you and yeah. drive them there. And then you only because so you don't get them to fighting straight right. away. And that's yeah. uh, it's man, it's little things like that that you learn from working with the guys you said you work with the older guys, right? Yes, sir, that, that yeah. uh, put you in good stead in a competition like that, you know. So that's cool, man. Yeah, this is cool. So, what. What's the plan now, you know, like uh, what's what's
3: happening in the life of JP at the moment? Well, right now, like I said, I just got a hold of some lease places. and going to try to make this cow deal work. Uh-huh. Um, I'm still continuing my horse training and stuff like that. Um, I keep right now, I'm trying to wind it down to about five horses a month. I usually ride about eight and uh, between day working and trying to ride them horses, it's been kind of a task and now the cows. So I'm going to try to confine that a little bit and make it all work trying to find a new program <laughs> but uh that and then um i'm still messing with music right now i got a song that's gonna come out it's called uh road has a hold on me
0: yeah you, um, you had you said earlier that you were doing the music and stuff
3: yes sir Great. so i'm excited about that i think it's i think a lot of people are gonna like the song and be able to relate to it and uh what's kind of funny about that song is i probably i wrote that song probably when i was i don't know i'd have been like 24 25 and it's kind of strange because a lot of the words in that song you know um they relate to the show and stuff and Mm -hmm. i didn't i didn't plan that (laughs) it just kind of happened um uh, one part of the song says a a small town hand making dreams come true yeah and that's where i kind of i like that it kind of goes hand in hand with the show and everything so i think it's pretty cool it's gonna be something that'll be man very pretty cool to listen to so where will people be able to find it like when you release it um I think I'm going to try to get it out there on iTunes and stuff Again. like that and get it on, on Spotify and stuff. Put it on YouTube. I have a personal YouTube page, and uh-huh. I'm going to try to put it on there. Um, Instagram, Facebook. I'm going, to, I'm going to try to put it everywhere where it can be accessible to people out there. Very
0: you know, so Promote it. Yeah. Very yeah. self-promoted. Yes, That's sir. That's
3: cool. Um, Because, you know, um, I'm not looking to be a singer, like go out and tour and stuff like yeah. that. Um, I'm putting my music out there so cowboys and cowgirls and stuff, they can hear it and if they say, Hey, I like that sound, you know. It's not um it's not I wanna do it kind of like the old days, you know, where they made one song and they're like people listen to it for a while and then hey, that guy came out with another cool song. Let's put it together. By the time you're done with it, you may have only wrote 20 good songs in your whole life, but uh at least they're out there and they're yeah, cool. You yeah, <laughs> know, I like it. I like that uh, style. So um, that's kind of what I want to do, kind of like what Hank Williams did, and kind of just you know, y- y'all remember that time where it was only one yeah. song. Yeah,
0: yeah. There's so much good stuff that comes out of South Texas. <laughs> do, you, do you know, man? Between cowboys and South songs Jersey. and music and writers and and texas swing and tacos tacos, tacos. 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 Man. tacos that
2: i eat man. For, i eat them for lunch and dinner yeah. as well oh, man i uh
0: brendan brings
2: tacos for lunch and has my series breakfast tacos Taco all the time, all so the time. In, in australia there's like no tacos so i like overload on them here man dude i heard so, the, <laughs> so we're talking about my buddy Cooper hurt who you know he, he claims that Dilly has the best breakfast tacos is that can you confirm it or deny
3: Man. it? I don't know. Pretty uh, Pearsall is pretty dang good. At, oh at man, it's on to now. We're gonna to have, to have a taco. Right, challenge you have the taco challenge to <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna
2: come down there. I'm gonna do a taco, and I'll
3: video. I'll put it on the YouTube yeah. channel. There, there's a place in <laughs> Pearsall called Mikasa Cafe. They is have, that the drive-through they, they, it the drive through one. Yeah, they have a drive through and they dine in too. But
2: okay, I've been through yeah. the drive through there actually. Yeah, they so, have good uh, tacos there. And very cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of South Texas, I never like haven't been down there and doing some stuff helping a helping a buddy like catch some goats and random stuff it made me appreciate like man it's tough it's- i was saying to someone yesterday i was like who got there and decided let's start ranching here because it's like <laughs> everything hurts you yeah <laughs> It's everything i i didn't know like okay like yeah wearing batwing chaps is not a it's not a fashion accessory that's to stop you like your legs getting <laughs> right. ripped apart and your
3: boots getting all torn up, up too
2: yeah, yeah. yeah it's um, a tough
3: place so yeah it's pretty tough i mean most of the times that like down here now uh you either if you have real brushy country like that mm-hmm. you have to either use good dogs to mm-hmm. kind of help you gather everything or a helicopter i mean it's either you know they kind of blow them into a trap and we we uh we do that but we still i mean sometimes we get on those catch jobs where we gotta get in there and just get in there (laughs) and that brush and stuff down there is like you said it's out there to to prick you and cut you so hey i was like
5: okay
2: this is for real like man why stop here Yeah, that's what i was like it's tough but anyway it's like tough country makes for tough cowboys you know so it's mm-hmm. pretty cool
0: and hey, south you know. texas is like it's tough, tough. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah no oh, you know that's it just tells you i love seeing that about how you know that <clears throat> people raised in that right mm. and that heritage being passed on that yeah that taking pride in someone who works hard yeah right, right. i yeah. think that's something that that I saw on the show that I really liked, you know, like it was, there was, um, uh, what's that? The other kid's name. That was the, uh, contractor that they ended up the last three. Oh, Tyler. Uh, Tyler. Tyler. Um, yeah. I mean, like you could tell there was something somewhat inspirational about him that he, you know, worked hard, come from, you know, mm. uh, kind of a rough background and, you know, and not given everything and whatever. And he, and he worked his way through that and stuff, but, um, you could see that it, and I don't mean this in a in a harsh way, right? Just in a, more than anything, it's an observation, right? But you could see that his um, his inability to be humble right. was because he found his value in his you know the bigger the accomplishment, right? And it's not the thing that i enjoyed was that when you get to your accomplishment and you're working at it yes, you you're finding joy in the hard work right, right. that yes, you find honor and and in, in the mm-hmm. hard work not just that you have to win right. but that you're honorable if it's not a full win that it's yeah. an honorable job's worth of work right. you know day's worth of work and that you can find you know your value in that too yeah. like yes, i think that that comes from you know like brendan comes from a bunch of criminals yeah <laughs> hard you've seen like rough country you know like there and criminals like you know but you know hardworking fellas like that's something that's you know i think that australians and texans mm. you know kind of share a little bit in yeah. is that it's you know it's guys working through hard hard you know man, can you imagine not having like much cattle, but a lot more kangaroos to eat? (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: Um,
0: but you know, I, I think that's something that is lost. Right. Um, on, and it's something that's honorable about the heritage of the cowboy. Right. Is that, you know, it's, it's finding honor in your hard work, Mm, you know, and, and, you know, I don't know, doing things for the right reason, I like that. Yeah, you know, I agree. I think there's I think there's a lot to be said about yes, that, right. you know? Yeah, I think that's, for the
2: future, too, it's something that has to be held on to. I mean, yeah, it's just like things are getting a bit simpler, you know? Well, like, yeah. We're always working out ways to do things easier and faster, and it's like, yeah, but we don't
3: want to lose that, that no. ability to do a hard day's work. When, when I was on that show, that's kind of something that I kind of kept in mind, you know? Um, I knew that there was going to be people watching me. Mm-hmm. Um. I knew that I was either gonna I could be a positive impact on people or a negative impact on people. Oh no! I that, chose you got, to be positive, and, and you, you
0: got know, a you got young ones at home, yes, sir, that yes, are watching you so,
3: and seeing that later on too. I wanted like I try to put a little bit of faith in there too. They didn't show mm-hmm. what I I prayed a lot on that deal. I prayed so much because I was so stressed out. Because <laughs> uh, I mean, you know how it was because you're on that show mm-hmm. too. Um, yeah, the producers trying to tell you, hey, this guy, what he he did this. Do you yeah. think he needs to get sent home or he's do you think he's weaker? And go and you say it. the say the wrong thing, yeah. You know, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just I'm not that person to say things about people, so like that. So it was hard on me. So I mm-hmm. just prayed yeah. and prayed and prayed and uh, that helped out a lot. But uh being able to take this and see that how people reacted to me being on a show. I mean, that's a blessing in itself too. I know I keep on saying, but this whole deal was a blessing. Mm-hmm. But um, being able to see the impact it made on some people is pretty cool. I mean, right. that's that's cool, cool to see.
0: That that I think that's a big part of it, right? Yes, sir, like man. the because the impact that you gave to other people is the same as you know the impact that your dad did, and the right. men that you've worked around, and yes, those man. guys pouring into you. You don't those. It's not our character necessarily to not want to gloat or to not want to be first, you know, right. and and those kind of things. But there's something great to be said about the lessons you learn from your father, right. and the men that you work and 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 finding honor in that yes, hard sir. work, right? There, because yes, you don't see, um, you don't see those guys that are cowboys that are out there working and and doing that, and and you know, there's not a lot of you know, complaining right. about not getting what the other guy got. Right. You know? Right. You see a lot of guys working hard and and happy for what they got and taking pride in what they did. Yes sir. You know, and pride in their character. Yes sir. I think that's the best part about, you know, understanding what a cowboy is what a cowboy is, right? Mm. Right? No, I I agree. Totally I, agree with that. I like that kind of stuff, man. I think there's so many lessons to be learned from livestock oh. and cattle and mm. living in hard places and and I think it's cool. Yeah yeah
3: for sure i i was real lucky you know a lot of people had like i didn't really had a sad story growing up because i mean i really enjoyed my childhood you know Mm -hmm. it was working with my dad and honestly if whoever had it rough it was him he had a bad childhood growing up and uh i mean he's blessed me beyond measures man both my parents both of them obviously but my mom she was you know, kind of like me, I had good parents. My dad didn't. He came from a rough childhood, rough upbringing. And everything that he did and the kind of person, the man that he is, it's kind of cool. And I respect him beyond measures to to uh, accomplish what he's accomplished in life. Man. Cause mm-hmm. It's so cool because he had, like, you know, there's he just had a really, really hard upbringing. And it haunts him today, but he's yeah. done so much good um, that i don't know i I don't sometimes i don't know if he knows the he's been the biggest impact um made it on my life you know like just crazy crazy cool to he makes me kind of reach further and further and you know it's cool to see that yeah it's impressive
0: i'm the same thing man i had you know i i I, I can't sit here and tell you that you know i had some tough you know deal um but my dad taught me to work really hard Mm. you know he never he never uh you know, we did one before on you know, like digging fence post holes, yeah. and, you know, and that kind of stuff. Just you know, um, you know that it's an investment, right? And 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 that's really cool to be able to see the the impact on a dad who invests in his in his boys. That's and you know, kids. Period. Well,
3: man, to me, like I can't say it enough. They're my roots. My mom, she's the sweetest person ever, and my dad. I mean, he's a tough, hardworking son of a gun. So they're my roots. And I think that's what really made myself who I am. And, um, uh, mm. I don't know. It's just to be something decent. You have to have good roots, Yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I'm not saying for somebody that, you know, maybe had their grandfather or, or somebody else raise them that they didn't even know, you know, um, that that can't be their roots too that is their roots you
0: know well and it's it's about character like so your dad didn't have that no and he's and he still come through it right he he still got and he didn't you know it's it he didn't define himself with that right 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 he chose to do something different with it right and and that's that's part of that hard work yes it's part of that you know you meet adversity and what do you do with adversity. Are you going to let it label you? And that's what I am is I'm this because that's what somebody else has placed me into. This is a situation I'm in. And I this is what we're in right now in this country. Right. Is that we're in a situation where we're like, oh, crap. You know, things aren't quite what they used to be two years ago. Right. It's nuts. Right. Right. And are we going to sit back and let somebody else dictate what it is your future is going to be? Right. And, and how you value yourself. What are you going to do? Are, are you going to you know go okay well you got lemons and I have to make lemonade i'm going to figure it out and i'm going to work hard so what so i have to work hard that's
3: you know that's the right now i think that's you hit it right on the right know that's a lot of young the young generation that's their problem they want things but they don't want to work for it <laughs> you know what yeah. yeah. they want success they want to be successful um um like this beautiful place you have here it's it's hard work to mm-hmm. made it not not it wasn't just here you go um so I think that's I mean if I can be an inspiration or tell somebody you know what to do I would say get up and go get it if you want it you know if you want something yeah. go grab it go get yeah. it don't expect anybody to do it for you and and just if if you were hurting right now for money or and not doing good well get up and go work and and make something of yourself prove people wrong don't sit there you know don't don't feel sorry for yourself get up and 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 do something go get it 'Cause they can. I mean, yep. we live in America. You can be anything you want. Oh my god, yeah. shoot. You can you can start anywhere you wanna start. And and shoot, I I remember I've worked at a fee store, I've worked with my grandfather, construction, I've done a little bit of dip, everything, you know, but um if for some reason I wasn't able to cowboy, I guarantee you I wouldn't feel uh uh too good to go work i wouldn't feel like i'm good too big to to work at mcdonald's i'd go flip burgers you know whatever i have to do to pay the bills yeah Yeah. so so you know um there's so many people that uh say oh i can't get a job or i can't do this no there's there's plenty of work out there you just got to go get it that's right
2: oh man yeah we need to play that twice i like that message man. the world needs
0: that too it It does it really
2: does it's really a world problem now i don't think it's uh just yeah yeah
0: and you know what like you talk about the things that you've gotten in this show and stuff and how much it's been a blessing. Like This is where you see somebody pu- pouring into you, right. right. And all these other yeah. people that are pouring into you. So this is where you get to, it's not, it's, it's a, it's a blessing, yes. but at the same time, like, this is why, this is why you've been given this opportunity.
5: Yes, sir. Right.
0: It's yeah. like what we all have. We've gotten, you know, everybody sitting in this room right here has had an opportunity and been getting and it's, and it's not an opportunity squandered.
3: Well, this is an awesome opportunity right here in itself. Being here on this podcast. Um, I'm very grateful to be here. Like I, mm-hmm. I'm really glad to meet y'all. y'all. Um, you too. Good. And then uh, I'm real bad with names. So
0: look, <laughs> it uh, <laughs> doesn't but, have a name, <laughs> uh,
3: but uh, no, this right here in itself. I mean, it's good. We get to talk. People are listening. They can hear what yeah. we all have to say. And I mean, of course, yes, they want to probably hear about the show and talk a little sure. about, about the show. And, um, Uh, but it's good to know kind of a little bit and get a feel about me, where my roots come from and everything Mm kind of like that. Um, so I, I think this is great, man.
0: These are opportunities, man. These are opportunities I've been, I've had opportunities, you know, throughout my career to be able to, to do different things. And it's been crazy, you know, it's a crazy ride and, um, and, and it shouldn't be squandered. Right. Right. I mean, it's like, that is it. Um. That was an eye opener for me on the winning part. And I thought that at one time I thought that was, um, you know, that was the end all be all. And, um, and then it's kind of like, it's taken away, <laughs> you know, you get older, things change, you get, you know, now I've got, you know, I, I, Going to soccer games all the time with all my kids and doing all kinds of other stuff and and it's like those things that later on you start to find out all those things that it had me an opportunity to grow and learn and become and do, then now it's like it's my turn. I I pour it back in. And I put it into right. my kids and right. being able to make something and and give them opportunities and help help them grow, right? right. Those right. are those are great I, things. I man. agree with that. Yeah. Um,
3: Like, there's going to be a time too, like right now you just said it perfectly i'm still kind of working on myself and i, I have two boys mm-hmm. i have a seven-year-old and a four-year-old and uh i'm still training on them right now but working oh, on <laughs> they're wild little indians man. Oh, oh man, man. Um, which you meet mine <laughs> <laughs> um, but they are they're a blessing too man they're funny and and uh I don't know if they're going to be cowboys. My wife, she, she runs a a funeral and a funeral home in town and she's hoping that they'll take around that, that deal. And I'm like, if y'all are kind of smart, y'all will, but, (laughs) but, uh, man, it's, it's kind of cool, but I'm still like right now trying to, I still have goals and dreams right now. I'm still trying to set, make this cow deal work. Um, I want to further my horse training and I'm glad I met you. I can hopefully come out here and and learn from you. Anytime,
0: (laughs) anytime.
3: you know, um, I'm still got a lot of stuff that I want to accomplish because I need to set stuff up. I'm kind of one that has a plan already in my head. Um, I want a ranch one day. I want to own my own ranch. And that's a goal I have. So I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I'm going to get there. Yeah,
0: there you, are. there you go. You know, a lot of this stuff that I was just thinking about. It's the words, the songs that you you sang for us earlier, right. um, and I want you to sing it for yeah. us again, right? Um, but some of the words of the song are like, it's it's a part of that, the yes, the, the dreaming, the you know the planning, yes. you yes. know, um, you know, you know that having a purpose, right? Yes, and that purpose, mm-hmm. um, not necessarily, you know, it's conflicting, right. right? Because you know you want to do well and you want to succeed but then keeping it humble in between there right it's kind of a it's a tough spot right that's
3: kind of what that on the last verse of that song it says you know kind of south texas is where i'm from it shows talks about Mm -hmm. where i'm from and then it said uh i want people to remember me i want to make a mark you Mm -hmm. know on this on on my where i was from um and then it kind of talks about um i may not make it into the cowboy hall of fame Mm -hmm. but um i'm gonna live my life i want to rich or poor Man. so it kind of goes back like what you're saying being right there talking about what i would love to do but if it don't make it i mean i'm fine i'm i'm going towards it whether yeah. whether make it
2: or don't make it that's, i'm going towards it that's crazy <laughs> you wrote it years ago before this Yeah, yeah. Um, that it reminds me a lot of uh, so a few years ago when i was fighting in the ufc i had to work with some kids in like remote communities in australia uh, just to help them with like goal setting. I mean, this was these were towns in like the middle of nowhere and whatever. And, and I remember just saying to these kids, it was kind of off, off script. And the people were like, "Brennan, what are you doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> rein it in." But I was like, hey. <laughs> I was like, "Hey, listen, you gotta like, you gotta leave here and like have big dreams that are beyond this town. And if you get out there and you rem- and you realize, I love, I love that town. I'm gonna go back. That's fine." but don't stay there because you're scared to chase a dream. Like there's a a difference between leaving and being like, man, I love my roots. I'm going back or staying there forever out of fear that like your Mm -hmm. dreams are too big. You know what I mean? Like imagine if you just picked any, any town, any job in your town that you, you hate the job, but you stay there because you're too scared to go on a TV show or release your song or whatever, you know, but you're, you've done the opposite where, you've done all this now people know you and you're still proud of where you're from and now you're like your town man that's why they love you you're like the you're like the face of the town now
3: i was very surprised you know um that they kind of they reacted to the show the way they did i didn't think you know i said ah, it's a cowboy show not people very many people from our town are gonna like it but they loved it man
2: yeah
3: um so many complications compliments about bringing their families together everybody was together watching the show and i was like Damn, wow. "Wow!" I was like, that's so cool man that like, is really no, no, cool no,
2: no. that's crazy hey things like that and you'd have to be getting used to like now before no one we'd be walking and no one's looking at you and now people look at you and yeah, you're like, like, like have you got have i got ketchup on my shirt or what's, <laughs> <laughs> what's he
3: looking at yesterday somebody was honking at me and i was like what the heck then i was Almost turned into jerk mode. I was like, what the heck is these <laughs> people do and, and he's, this lady says, Oh my kids, they love you. And she unrolled the, the window and the, the kids were like,
5: Ah, oh, I love you so much. And I was like, Whoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. I
3: didn't freaking expect that. Yeah. But no, man, it is it's different. But like I'm trying to take this deal and and keep it positive and keep it moving forward. Like I don't yeah. I'm not gonna shut it down. Like I got uh i think i have an opportunity i got asked to be an extra on a on a western films I oh really yeah. do it for uh, sure I, I, like i said i told my wife i said shoot if they even though i'm an extra I, even if i have to get shot down i'm gonna
0: be <laughs> a- <laughs> as long as you don't make yeah. me fall off the horse right? <laughs> yeah. i die on my horse willingly <laughs> Man, that's cool yeah, yeah. take t- the opportunity so,
3: Anything that comes on, um, I've been asked uh, uh one guy I was doing a, a live uh, a Facebook live, and he somebody just kind of asking a goofy question, just hey, would you ever do a, a reality TV show? I said, yeah, probably, possibly. And uh, they said, well, what would you do? And I said, I don't know, maybe uh, working cattle around different parts of, of the world, you know, just going to different places and showing different ways to work cattle. That'd be cool. I think that'd be real cool. And a guy messaged me. He's all, "Hey, I just want to know if you're really serious about doing something like that. I think you have a good idea. Um, I have the connections. If you'd like to talk with them, call me." And I was like,
0: "Wow, that's that's
3: cool. Just over live Facebook Live deal. That's actually pretty cool."
0: If you're not, if you're never, if you're not open, it's not going to come.
3: No, right?
0: No, and and it's um, I don't know. I think that's I, I I those these opportunities that you have, you know are happening not because you're running for the money it's because you're open to the opportunities right yeah it just it's it's living life and having fun and 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 you know I, that was when i started out training horses um i had no idea that um i was told by a guy when i first started that like you better really like this because you ain't gonna make any money yet. You'll never make a dime doing this, you know. Whatever, and then I started going to horse shows and stuff. And I'm like, these guys got some big trailers and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know Somebody's making some yeah. money somewhere. I'm gonna figure that part out too. That it's the horse. So- <laughs> 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 yeah, you know, he owns. He owns all the trailers.
2: He finances else. Yeah. Yeah. you know, I, I had a similar thing when I was like a teenager. I really want. I wanted to make saddles, and I remember contacting this a saddle maker in Australia, and was like, Hey, uh, I was just wondering if. Like, maybe you would be interested, like, in an apprentice or even, like, you don't even have to pay me. I'll just come and work and learn from you, you know? And he would go, nah, nah. He's like, man, don't pick a different trade. Become an electrician. And I was like, I don't want to be an electrician. I want to build saddles. And then he's like, mm, you won't make any money. I'm like, man, now I'm, like, snowed under. You know What's what I that? mean? And it's like, he... Maybe he had the wrong attitude. You know what I mean. <laughs>
0: somebody met,
2: he, somebody made him
0: be a saddle maker. Like he
2: honestly think he learned it. off his dad, who made him learn it. And it's like that's the difference between someone who's like, I love this and I'm gonna make it work, mm-hmm. and then someone who's like, Ugh, I have to do this. You yeah, know, because right. I'm like, man, I love it. And it's like with that with that attitude, the door's open. Huh? Yeah,
3: right. yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah, you have to have a good attitude, and yeah. no matter what, and you want doing. to do it.
0: Right. then like I, I say that the, the I the reason why I took that opportunity to become a horse trainer was when it was because I got laid off. There's a cutback and I was I was making aircraft parts for a company and you know and and doing that and then every opportunity that I wasn't there, I was out riding horses and trying to train and trying to figure all that stuff out and I was doing that for years. And the aircraft industry took a big dip and they had a big layoff. And I was the single guy with no family, no whatever. And so they picked me to, you know, and I was, I've never lost a job. I didn't like what to do with myself. And, um, and so it was like, well, there's my opportunity, you know, to go and do it. And it wasn't because it was going to make it rich or anything. It was just like, man, that's just, I just, what I wanted to do. Right. You know, it's just what, and I'll figure out a way to make money at it or, Right. Try to, you know, try to do it. But, you know, then at that point, I haven't had to work. Mm. It's not work, you know, no. like, so that doesn't mean that you work seven hours a day. That means you work or eight hours a day and work a 40 hour a week. I mean, that means you work, you know, like 80 hour a week, right. you know, and right. you're working 16 hour days and you sleep a little bit somewhere, but you live, eat and breathe it because you could go work a, you know, eight hour a day job for somebody else. And then this is what you would do in the free time right you know, like oh well why not just do it all right in my free yeah, time right. like i might make half the money but i'm putting twice the hours and it's the same pay
3: yeah. you know that makes a lot of sense yeah, yeah.
0: this is what i wanted to do It's yeah. like i couldn't imagine doing something else Oh
3: that you you you're doing it yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's
0: cool. then i was like oh i forgot how to make money doing this
3: <laughs> yeah that's funny
2: very cool well uh how about we
0: yeah, yeah let's play your song, song, man. I want to
2: hear it. Let, let it. these it. let these podcast listeners hear. Yeah, hear this song, hear the song that they then can go find on
0: Spotify. Man, you're gonna test my speaker, man. <laughs> I guess it's still recording it, huh? Um I'm gonna stop it for year on.
5: No me South Texans ask where I'm from when I leave this road I wanna leave my mom. Yeah,
2: Oh, man, that's good. that's good. Yeah, very good. When I went outside before to yeah, pee, I was like singing it. It was already
0: like stuck <laughs> yeah, no, it. right? man, It's like very it's catchy. Really good. Very
2: catchy, man. We
0: should, we should play it again, and um, and we can uh, stick it on. We should do a, a live or something. A live, deal. i like am uh, I'm gonna put it on my story. Just, go on story
3: <laughs> just video tape yeah. it too. It was great. Now that song right there, man. It's. I think it's gonna do pretty pretty good yeah. I mean in the cowboy world you know, yeah for dude sure. for sure
2: Yeah, like all you need is that cult following that mm-hmm. niche of like
3: cowboys and it's oh um, yeah you, man. You, it's, it's all happening when I sang it over there um, people they really liked it you know they liked it Um, there's another one that you know let's just do I'm let's not, just do a recording and Loki, you're up man get the guitar hey are we still recording yeah. yeah this one I haven't really done nothing with it but it's no
5: more late night at the bars No more messing around No more one at stands will call you back I'm Done running around But I
3: I mean, I've just, I've messed with it and I have it finished, but I'm not done tweaking it yet. But man, it's going to sound, That, that sounds sound cool, too.
0: Man. Man. Dude. I mean, man. Like I, you know, I love talent, man. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I mean, and it's obvious JP, like yeah. you're talented, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, dude. Like, that's you're very you, cool. You're like using it? I love to hear cool, it, man. Watch out.
3: These are, all, I'm just bits and pieces of stuff that I'm going to show y'all. But... You don't have to put them on there if you don't... Oh, you don't... I think the finish one would be better. Yeah, we'll there. put on the foot the one. The one. Well, I've
5: got just enough diesel in this tank to get me back to you. A few good tracks to keep my mind straight. A lot of cool I've been high on the thought of missing you, girl. It's been too long since I seen your face. Work. But don't worry, baby, the cowboy's coming home. I know I've been gone for way too long. My sunset's fading this light. Passing this by. wear holes on the soles of my boots to get back to you Call me a fool but I already know I'm a fool for you I've been high on the thought of missing you girl It's been too long since I seen your face But don't worry baby, your cowboy's coming home I know I've been gone for it too long. The sunsets fade in this life. It's passing by.
3: Man, that man. one was sick. That, that one was uh, cool. really good. I wrote that one on the show and I wrote that one for for, for my wife as well. Man, I was that out. is cool. Did you write that in
2: three weeks? I was, miss,
3: a- I was missing home.
2: Yeah, dude. I was so bad I missing bet. home and I was
3: like, man, I miss my wife I and I miss the kids. I don't know, and, know how
2: you did it with a family, eh? When I was uh, on the Ultimate Fighter, I was the only single guy and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I loved it, man, because they were all like, oh, I miss my family. And I, at the time, I was like, shut up. And now, now that I'm, now that I'm I'm like older and like in a relationship, I'm just like, yeah, I would
0: have been like, I want to go
2: home. But at the time I was like, shut the
0: (laughs) Well, there goes our rating. Sorry, guys. Kids, (laughs) don't swear, kids.
3: (laughs) Golly. No, man, but those, those are three songs that I have. And then, well, I was working on another one. Uh, that was actually one of the first songs I wrote really ever. I went through a heartbreak and uh, and that was a, one of the first very first songs that I wrote uh, man that is cool
0: when do you, <laughs> when do you so find cool. yeah those are really good so damn yeah it
2: makes me feel very I, I, t- t- get, t- get it out. It's what,
0: <laughs> you know it's, it's one thing to hear a song right and people that, you know, write a song or whatever else, but you know it's whenever you you can feel it. Oh yeah. Like, well, that's what they they a whole difference.
2: art, art, whatever it is, uh, art, you art makes feel you it, feel yeah. something. Yes. Music, that's the difference yep, yep. between like when when mu- music being a sound and music making you feel something is when it's art. And yeah. same as uh, something you look at, you know, like a painting. To
0: brings something out of you or it gives yeah, you an emotion it makes you or feel, whatever yeah. emotion, it's
3: art, you know? Yeah. Let me see if I can play this one for you. I, I, this is a new one that that I, I wrote, but I don't know if I can get through it. Let me try to figure it out first, and then I'll. Lately my baby's
5: been kinda cold. Used to hug and kiss, used to hug and kiss me when I got home. Now, now she's been, now she's been working late i don't know exactly where she goes well i might be wrong. well i might be wrong but i think she has a sancho that one's pretty ah, cool
3: ah, i, like I need to try to figure it out <laughs> but i i wrote this one a
0: while back and then this one didn't take very long <laughs> the translation for so, those of you that are out South Texas, right? Sancho is the other man. Right, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. That is Sancho. It's, it's different meaning in Northern
5: <laughs> Baby, cold. She used to hug and kiss me when I got home. But now she's been working late and I don't know exactly where she goes. I might be wrong, but I think she might be wrong, but I think she has a soft show. See, the keys are a little bit. What was the one? That so was that
0: like? whole that you all of yours songs, everything, right? Sounds South Texas yeah, swing, right. man. I mean, you can tell, you can tell you're from right. Parasol. You can tell where you're from right. by a song. I mean, like yeah, it, right. it. There's a there is a the
2: song. A, oh, the one that you wrote when you were on the show, man. It's my favorite. I love that.
3: Cowboys oh, okay. yeah. coming on tonight Yeah. yeah oh, see, and I have I like. That. That. I think I'm, like, I'm oh, buy that
2: song. I'm gonna buy when, that song. When do you? I'm gonna buy that. Ten dollars yeah, right I'll now. Give you a... whether you like it or not. <laughs> right. So <laughs> I like buy it and like
0: copy it, and then I'm like, <laughs> "Sorry, like, guys, here's a song I wrote. <laughs> exactly. Brought to you, bad Brendan. <laughs> yeah. So, no, so right, when do you, you like find that yeah. you're the most the uh, you write? the best or the when do you feel like the mode where you feel it see like it's
3: kind of weird because like that song um um rodeo has a hold on me like i wrote it quick like i i didn't think um i can remember where i was at i was at a house the my parents had built it was a little uh rent house and um i had a friend over and he rodeoed he's all write a song about rodeoing and we're all drinking and having a good time and and uh I said okay so I started now I was on the front porch at first with them like playing and letting them listen and then I finally hit something I was like man I got to get away from everybody so I put myself inside the I went inside the room and I just started writing like singing and I was had the guitar for a little bit I was write something down go back and write it down I was like dude I have something here let I need to keep on going so when I wrote it it all just like came together, yeah, yeah, just like that. And it's kind of spur of the moment it's deal because I can sit down and see if I want to write one right now, and I can have help. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But uh, but like, so, do you feel it? You know, you feel it when you feel it. Yes, you when it, I feel it in the, the moment. I,
3: uh, there's another song that I wrote for my mom. Um, it's uh, it's called "I'll Always Be Your Little Boy." It was a Mother's Day song. Oh, oh, that one nice. took me like freaking, I want to say thirty minutes to write. Like oh, yeah. I just, I was like, man, this song um like this song too sancho i was talking to another friend of mine jeffrey bankston he writes and plays music too he's really really cool too but a different style a whole different style like he's like east texas cody johnson kind of stuff yeah um he's really good um but we're we're joking around on the phone he's off. i said man we should write a song about a guy uh, a song called sancho and he started saying some stuff and i was like no And I, and then I started riding it. Like I just started riding it. I said, I'll call you back in a little bit. And I started, I was drinking in the truck while I was talking to him. I had the guitar and I started playing in the truck, playing it, playing it, playing it. I said, dude, it's fought. It came together too. Like I just, sometimes when a song just comes together for me, Mm. I just can go with it. Mm. And I feel like then that that's, there's another song that I used to have. And I, I don't know where I put it, but it was, uh, it was called, uh, uh well I'm sure y'all heard that song Whiskey Glasses yeah uh, but this was my uh, way before this song come out I had a song called Whiskey Whiskey Glasses and I don't know where I put it and I can't remember the words and when that song came out it reminded me of my song and I was like what the hell did I do with that song mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I've lost it you know <laughs> <laughs> damn and,
2: yeah, yeah you can go around
3: his place and go look around that's it. that's <laughs> something <that's laughs> you gotta
2: be careful of i guess is like you with your original stuff well see like, you like I have, protect it
3: right i have um um these songs copywritten already like Here uh uh, yeah. uh this these ones that i've played i've got them all on i have the copyrights to them so that's pretty cool to know it's cool too. see this is i think if it's the correct one but that's that song that y'all like but that's when i was just practicing it and learning it
2: Oh yeah, I like this song. Dude, I wanna get this song.
0: Put it on Spotify already.
3: See, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's gonna be a real good a real good
0: song. Yeah. yeah. I think it's really cool. Yeah, I like it. I love it, man. I you know, this is with my son yesterday. It was funny. My 14-year-old goes, um, Dad, I'm gonna put some money together and I wanna buy me an Xbox. Will you let me buy an Xbox? And I was like, man get outside go yeah. do something like yeah. that's the waste of brain space it, it like there's you know we were we we did an interview with uh, Clint Haverty right right he was one of the greatest horsemen of all time right right and um and just thinking about back to that time in south texas cuz he he cowboyed in south texas down down vidville and um just growing up in that time where man those 3 or 4 hours in the afternoon after you eat dinner and you're hanging around on the front porch and it's not in front of a TV it's not in front of a game and it's not in front of your phone or whatever else, like how that time is getting lost. It's kind of cool that that lady drove up next to you Is like, my whole family, like gave brought, it gave us a reason to get together and talk about something that, you know, had some meaning to it or that, you know, we get to see somebody else's, you know, living a dream or whatever. Like those things are inspirational, oh, yes, but it's also like this kind of stuff. Like this is, this is, bringing honor to what you do right Right. by taking it and filling other people with it but also using like not just i mean like people look at it and go well i you know i'm not talented like like jp is you know i don't have that kind of talent oh man it's not something that you did and oh i had it in two weeks and you got it like it's something that you you develop right
3: yes that's a very good point because uh my mom she would say because my dad has a naturally has a good really really good voice i had to work for mine i i had to train myself really to sing because i didn't i didn't have no voice at all so i've worked for it everything as far as the voice part um my dad has crazy vocals really good vocals really? um so he would always tell me he said no just keep keep working at it keep working at it you know you, you'll get it and I enjoyed playing and singing. He says, Well, who cares if nobody else likes the way you sing? You go play play your songs that you like and you yeah. play them to yourself. And so that's what I started doing, I was just playing, you know. I started off with George Strait songs and I just started playing those kind of songs and and he'd say, Oh, my mom, she'd say, You're getting better. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so what did so your dad dude, like to see?
3: The honour music. Really? Dude, um we we could look him up on on iTunes. He has uh he's he was really? in a band called Grupo Aguila.
0: Like, really? Ono
3: and uh they compared him it was a big deal he came out on the news on tv and all that um uh to emilio and uh and ram Herrera, which those are two big time the hano industry at that time he had it man he could have really so i'm trying to find that other song for you because i'd really like that sancho song i really like (laughs) reading here
0: but uh um i i rode horses for a guy uh that was the drummer for into cabre Really? Yeah, that yeah. So He's cool. a cool dude. He's a cool dude. They they came out and they were really into the horses and everything else they're, too. They're yeah. really. I used to do a lot of clinics down in Mexico. I would go down and and do them down in Tapique and, and Guadalajara and, and I had a lot of good time doing it. Lately my baby's been kind
5: of to hug and kiss me when I got been working late I don't know exactly where she goes I may be wrong but I think she has a show. <laughs> ah, I love it heard the love is blind a thousand times well I should not be blind and missed the size <laughs> all the clues are there for the blind to see and I- have to be out of my mind. Not know that my baby has a sancho. <laughs> You had to keep me an nice and whole. That's why I had my very own sunshine. <laughs> 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 I
3: always thought that was pretty neat I like that I I, uh, I like that Um, Yeah that song right there I don't know I just I said I kind I was kind of looking for kind of a similar vibe to that uh to that song where, who are you thinking of when we were making oh, yeah. love last night no, yeah that's what I was looking for and I said I want to make a song you know that kind of has a little bit of English and Spanish in it yeah um, and uh, that's where I found that deal oh man this is a
0: who would have known that it would have broken into a like a. Country music session yeah. <laughs> you Not know, at all, man, man. Yeah, Not is, at all
2: You heard him here first Heard all these songs here yeah. first, guys
3: <laughs> That's my dad <laughs> That's
5: your dad that <laughs> Wow And uh, let me see if I can find that album but.
2: So Tejano music is like Tex, Tex, like, a tex- like like um, like the Mexicans that were like native to this area. Kind of like tex-, Texas. Texan, tex Tex, Mex. Yeah, Tehano.
0: But it's like a, a little bit of the Charo yeah songs and cool. that kind of stuff too, like Very the mariachi cool. mix. So I got uh, I got to go down and um, go to. Vicente Fernandez's ranch. Really? Yeah, the How is that? It's grand. It was grand. crazy cool. Like he had a he had a pond made in the shape of a guitar.
2: Damn.
0: Yeah, and he had his own little church on the ranch and the, the ranch was huge and he had made his like, you know, his, his different he he built um his own charriada, his a own gym? lienzo. Um, a what? His I, own lienzo, like his oh, own arena arena? They, so they have like it's like a big that's what they call it right Lienzo, yeah, Lienzo. 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 and they uh, you know they do all the stuff the pasta de Muerte and all the other crazy that was just kind of country country Spanish I can't believe
2: my not this is your dad yeah.
5: See how fluently and
3: smooth yeah, it comes. It up? Smooth. But um see that's where I was telling you. I kind of had to work at it. So mine's kind of like a raw kind of mm-hmm. you know, just cowboy yeah. kind of deal. But it's yours. That's yeah, cool. it's, yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um
3: but yeah, man, that, that's cool that you
0: got to see his place. Yeah.
3: I had a question though, on his place there, was his reigning different than what you're doing?
0: Yeah, so it's different. So I would go down and, and um actually they had me come down and, and um and teach down there. So I do, I do, we do a clinic for the guys on the ranch, right? So and cool. Yeah, it was really cool. So I did that there. His son, Vicente Jr., um, had me down. He was a really nice guy. And um, and then a friend of mine that lived in Guadalajara would take, it took me, they all kind of knew each other and stuff. And um, and I got to go out to there and and I was there for like Halloween during the time of Halloween. Yeah, really. So they had the whole festival and stuff. And then um, Vicente Jr., the uh, not Vicente Jr., but uh, Alejandro, his mm-hmm. son, um, sang. And so I got to go watch. And so we watched the cockfights. And then after the cockfights, they cleaned up the area and then brought out the, the singer and then sang and everything else. And then I got to go out to their place and take the whole tour of everything. And then I, I stayed there for like several days. But I went down quite a bit. I would go down. There was another place that I would go to, in a place called uh, Tepic, Najarit and it was like between uh Guadalajara and um and uh, Puerto Vallarta right in the mountains and so i'd go over there and it was a private ranch and they had their own uh uh charro team and so i would go out there and then i would stay there for like sometimes like a week and, uh, so I didn't, when I started going, like I had very little barn Spanish is right. like all I could, And but after about five days, you start dreaming in Spanish, yeah. you know, like you figure it out. Right. And, um, but I had so much fun. Like those guys were so, um, I just, they just left me with the guys on the ranch. And, um, so I just got to ride with them and, and I had, they brought over a little eight year old little boy that had been living in the states you know and his dad and his family moved back and he was my translator (laughs) he sat on the fence and and so i just talked with the kid a lot and stuff but he would help me out and so i just started putting together and started learning um but uh but it it, it was pretty cool i mean i got to i got to you know i ride a lot of the horses and i actually rode the horses that they did and the way that they do it is is the guy that i started with was real similar to the way that a lot of the stuff that they do with the charros, right and then they were wanting to increase or trying to make theirs a little more refined like ours and they were getting a lot of reigning horses they were buying from up here taking it down there and making them into their their competition horses so they do an event called the kala which is like the big sliding stop and spin they do a the little rollbacks or whatever right well the point system is different so the your spins which we would do here was based on the quality of the spin and staying in a central area that the hind it has to stay centralized right and it, the cl- the fluid right. of the step right, right was more of what you're being judged on down there it all had to do with planting that back inside foot right and so they had different techniques and there was different deals that they would do like that one of them would have like a crop and would touch the outside leg so that he would pick that foot up and he wouldn't put his he wouldn't pick his inside foot up so every time he'd touch it he'd touch it there. so it'd get him to pick that outside foot up and wow. keep the planting on the on the inside foot but it made sense for what they're doing right because you're based on points you didn't want him to pick that foot up so if he right. picked his foot up then it kind of made it, it made trouble for it right. and because the slide stop had to be the longer it was and not picking a foot up, but the longer the slide, one continuous slide. So they'd slide them like 60 and meters. And that was great. It, right? Well, it was like a asphalt and they throw some <laughs> throw some diesel on it or whatever. And it just you slid, man. But before you got to where you were gonna start stopping, like you were booking it. And they're like extra points for over under. You <laughs> know like and so it's it was it was a little western, right? So you, they would have me ride some of those, which they felt like from the refined, you know, pleasure. Right. I mean, the rainers where he softened and did whatever else felt like a fire breathing dragon. Right. And so you're like, oh. <laughs> I remember what I did, I went down, there was a guy down there that, um, uh, oh man, what is his name? Um. Uh, Oh, I forgot his name, but he's a he's a very famous uh, reigning horse trainer down there, or like charro uh, trainer down there, and and uh, I went out to his place, and he was uh, so such a nice guy. I mean, like really, really a nice guy, right? And and it was it was really kind of an honor to go down and see him because I uh, you know I had done well here, but that he had was a whole different guy there, right? And so he was the king guy, like he won for the biggest sliding stop in a competition there. He won a BMW car. Right. Right. Like they, they, yeah, yeah they pay cool. out some big stuff. Right. Out
3: There. That's
0: a- yeah. That was yeah, down in Mexico.
3: Hey. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. And so, um, he, uh, so he put me on that horse. He was like, all right, you know, go down there go all the way to the end, turn around, run back, stop right here. Uh-huh. And I was like, all right. So I, I, I run down and I thought, you know, like, well, you know, let's, I'm gonna do it. If I'm gonna do it, do it big, and I'm like, I'm going these guys are running, right? So I come running down there and I'm like, bro, that thing is flying, man. And, you know, whoa, it slid forever. And like, man, I was thinking, holy smokes, this is wild, right? And I ride back up and he goes, that's good, that's good. Now faster! <laughs> and I'm like, holy you crap! Run, like that was your face is like, yeah, like, back. whoa, eyes are watering yeah, were watering. like a charro saddle? Uh, yeah, I did it in a charro saddle yeah. and, and the, on their horse and the whole deal. Like, Damn. so I was like, faster, like faster. Good lord, I didn't know there was more gears on that. <laughs> I did. I run fast. He's like, ah, that's that's good. That's good. I'm sure it was, you know.
3: I'd have been scared. Oh, it was uh, fast. when I went, I I I know some charos and stuff like that, and and I went to their place and they do the same thing. that hard dirt. And they run oil on there, like yeah. and freaking gosh, dang! I got on one of their horses, and that horse was like, it's like what you say, like a dragon. Like they run, and you can <laughs> feel them run. They're just
0: yeah, it's
3: and they're running hard, strong. And then when they stop, it's like I don't know. It's not like a pedal. It's, it's just
0: skid, yeah. <laughs> it's it's just slide, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, it feels
0: like. So then, and while I was down I got to tail a bull too. Oh, you tell that oh yeah that was so cool yeah. like I, I'm sure I did it slow like a grandma or something <laughs> but it was cool to, to do um I I always <laughs> joked it, I wanted to try the Paso de muerte which I mean, that's kind yeah. of crazy yeah, yeah. but um but yeah so I I really enjoyed it there was some there's some really there were some good horsemen down there um and but they keep it to themselves mm-hmm. right they don't I think that's one thing about the horsemanship in Mexico is that um there are some really good horsemen, some guys that really can train and really do understand the horse well and can do that. Um, but you know, riding lessons, teaching people how to ride—that's not part of their culture, right? They just—they train a horse and they hand it over to you, and, le- and so then the. The guy who doesn't know how to ride, you know, jerks and pulls and does whatever, and right. and and doesn't get it done, or does it like kind of arcade. Right. But some of the one of the, some of the really good trainers down there are—they've got good hands and they've right. got they've trained well, and their event is different, and they get their horses broke. They do some stuff right. with them. It's just a different style, right? right. Um, but that's kind of the the understanding and knowing and the knowledge of the training down there is held. Kind of close to the chest and they don't you know it's not given to the public on everything right yeah. um whereas here in the states um it's given and everybody you know there's plenty of uh, you can go watch a video anywhere a book or anything you know written about training horse and whatever and but all of those are written by um by by good horsemen by their standards in in a in the realm of a two-year-old trainer a guy who breaks colts really well and gets a really good start on them and gets really good soft and flex and whatever else. And, um, and in their own right, they're, they're great horsemen. Right. right? Um, but they're not, they're not the, what's called in Mexico is the maestro. It's not, they're not the master. Right. Right. Um, and sometimes you could consider them the master of, the beginning and the cult yes. starting, they right. are in that, in exactly. that sense, but not in the finished work. Right. Right. And, um, and I think the art of that is, is still.
3: Um, you think the vaqueros kind of, kind of have a good art of that? Uh,
0: yes. So the, there's no way that they knew and have. So there's a difference, right? Um, yes. The vaqueros were great horsemen and, and their training had a purpose. The training that I think a lot of us see today and and for the purpose of what it is, is not a finished working purpose. Um, and not to criticize a certain event one or over the other, but something that is like Western pleasure okay. that you see in the competitions, right? And we see uh, a 10-year-old uh, Western pleasure horse going around in a snaffle bit. That to me as a horseman and, and a guide who... Loves the finished work of a horse. Seeing a 10 year old horse running around in a snaffle bit, sloping really slow, and still practicing the walk, trot, and canter is like watching somebody with a 13 year old son with a pacifier in his mouth. It's offensive. Right. Right. Because no horse should be left at a snaffle bit. Right. 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 Because your lack of knowledge of expanding it. Like, I love the horse and the knowledge and the one that has a desire to learn. He should be given the opportunity to learn, right? right? The worst thing that somebody could do to you, like somebody that has aspirations and and desire to to do and achieve, not for the sake of chasing money, but because of like you have that talent, you should chase it. You should do something with your musical talent, right? right? And if you have that ability, the worst thing that somebody could do is take that chance to be artistic or to use your talents, take it away from you. Right. right. Or go, no, 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 no. You need to practice on just, you know, strumming a, a an F. Right. Or don't play your own music. You need to do somebody else's music. Right. You don't need to be artistic with it or anything like that. And that takes someone who has talent and keeps them from using it. Right. Right. And it's the same thing as me watching somebody that is still in a snaffle bit. And, well, oh, there's a good use for that horse. Maybe he's a nice horse. He's taking care of kids and he's doing that. There's That's good. Right. But at the same time to a horseman who sees one going around, there's a reason why that horse is pinning his ears. and He's pissed off. Right. Right. Cause you've walked him around with this pacifier in his mouth right. in front of his friends. Right. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you bad. know, and that's, yeah. that's, that's just my opinion. Right. Yeah, um, it I happens I to be the that. right one, but it's <laughs> no, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like, and I, and I, that's why I like to see, you know, somebody like you. Right. Who's, who's, like uh, that we get to sit and listen to you play this music like you you feel the artist coming out and the reason why you're good with the horses and stuff is because you were expanding that. you're using that right yes, sir. and that's that's where you grow right yes, that's where you become yes, better at it mm-hmm. and like right. and sharing that and being able to that's when you get to share that and you see that like coming out in you like it's that's cool, man, I, man. you I,
3: feel it last exactly right you hit it right on the point that's how i play and train horses as it would feel and like mm. feel it and with passion and that's how you do things and if you can mm-hmm. do everything you do with passion like you say it's not work it's you enjoy no. it no and,
0: and you know what with you having not started out just wanting to go and be a horse trainer but actually understanding the functional part of work right the the finished work which would be you know i need to get cattle from point A to point B, and I need to be able to rope something to drag it to the, so it's really important that I have my horse's body in a straight position, that he can pull, that he knows how to pull, that, you know, all those things, there's a reason for the finished work now, you may have soft bend and flex, but if you have a wet noodle of a horse in a snaffle bit, you're like, good luck getting that thing to drag anything to the, you know, to the pin.
3: You go from a lope to a flat out run. He needs to be able to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you need to stop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you need to stop, guide, and and you right. need
0: to track. Yeah. So finding the functional in your training is really important, and that's something that I think that gets kind of lost in in the purpose in training today is that we're looking for uh, something that may not necessarily be usable when we go to finish one.
3: I have a lot of people. Well, I take that back. I've trained mainly for cowboys is what I try to train for is Mm -hmm. cowboys or ranchers Mm -hmm. that have breeding programs. Those are my main, like who I like to try to reach out to and train for because they always have a supply of horses and they're always going to use the horses for, for work.
0: Yeah. yeah.
3: So that's what I try to reach out to and grab and train horses for. But when I do get those team ropers and I don't have nothing against them, but they are all looking for a fast product. Mm -hmm. Uh, I want to rope on my horse. I said, I'm sorry, buddy. If you're looking for that, I'm not the man. I'm gonna put um 60 to 90 days of good foundation working where I can open, close the gate, swing a rope on them, um, uh, cut a cow back, you know, maybe get them to track one a little bit, but I'm not gonna be yeah. roping out of the box on this. So
0: horse. I think that's for someone who um who trains horses, right? Um being able to uh Give that horse the education that's going to make him hold his value and be worth it. It's not cheap,
4: you know right?
0: I mean, it takes the time. Yes, it takes sir. the effort into doing it. And um, and the best customers are the ones who are doing it for the love of the horse, yes, sir. right? And the understand of understanding that it's a working partner. Right. And when you go to work and use him like you, you're going to take care of him because he's taking care of you. Yes, sir. And there's a meaning behind it. And it's the same thing. You know, it doesn't have to be work, but find the value in that good minded horse that goes out there and takes care of my daughter in the in the pen out here. You know, like I've got one, this old horse hobo who, you know, you know, he's a pain in the butt on some stuff. Right. But man, he has taken care of my daughter in a way that not, I rarely ever see a horse do, right? And he, that horse will always have a home. Yeah. Like, there's no doubt. Like, I can't sell him. I can't get rid of him. What he's done. No, what he does for my kid, what his value is in that, like that thing's got a home for life, period. That's I mean, just he, he just spent the whole year in a stall because he broke his coffin bone. And I had to That's keep true. him in a stall and fed him, take care of him. He's like a complete fool in there for a whole year. But the purpose... And why is because I I got done. That thing sat in the stall for a year, right? And then the last month, he got a little bit of turnout. And then I had to get on him. He hadn't been ridden in a year, right? And I got on him. And this is what kind of horse he is. My daughter's like standing around waiting, 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 right? To see him and get you know get him out. I get him out in the arena, hop on him. I rode him around for 15 minutes, handed him over to her. Like, that's how good of a mind that I didn't have to, like, I didn't have to do, like, nothing. Right. Go, go take care of that kid. That's his job. Right. And he was right back at it a year
3: off. That's kind of like Boone. That's what he is. Yeah. For me. You know, he, that's what he does. He's,
0: how do you put a price on that? No, you can't. can't. You can't. Mm. I love the He'll horse. He'll be around forever. Yeah. Mm.
3: Nah, th- this is cool, man. And I'm glad y'all see, like, this, the music stuff. I'm telling you, like, I'm not, I love it just in general, and I'm going to put it out there for people but um oh i'm gonna put it out there for people i want them to hear what i have you know and hear the music yeah and and hopefully they like it as you know i i enjoy it i think it's pretty good tunes there some are a little bit silly and some you know they can relate to things you know yeah. that they've been through but um you know what i'm looking for right now too is somebody that wants to record them and take the time to to what do you call it like um you know they have to make the song. You know, compose it. I guess, kind of make everything. So yeah. That's what I'm gonna start looking for now. I have one guy that I'm using right now, but um, I want, I want somebody that wants to take the time. You know, like be like, not rush it, and they're just because this this is to me. It's kind of like my hobby. You know, not not I'm not trying to do it full time, but I want it to the product to be good. Yeah. I want people to enjoy listening to it, and they'll be like, man, that sounds good. Yeah. You know. Um, Made me want to dance, right? <laughs> yeah, like I was like, yeah, that's what that's what I want. Like, yeah. I want people to say, hey, that's a cool song, you know, I really like that. Or all these young kids listen to that rodeo that rodeo song, rodeo has a mm-hmm. hold on me. Be man, that's my rodeo anthem song. I'm gonna turn this up yeah, and go uh, kick kid. butt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know yeah. that's what I want is a uh, is to do stuff like that, man, and and uh-huh. um, that's that's what I'm after is to do cool, cool stuff like that.
0: Cool, man, man. Well. JP, we really enjoyed it, man. Yeah, it was too. a pleasure meeting you. It.
3: Likewise. yeah, Likewise. Yeah, man, this really enjoyed awesome. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, it has been real awesome. We'll
2: have to catch up again once, you, uh, once you've once you got your herd going down there and you've got some more stuff on with your music. We'll yes, catch sir. up
3: with you again. We might yes, come down and visit you. And, oh, uh, I appreciate y'all having me out here and, and,
0: and talking about all this stuff. It's been yeah. a pleasure. Awesome. We should make a hat. A Sancho hat. Dude, that's a- <laughs> Dude, wouldn't that be good? That's a good idea.
3: I and then I have that. people making caps for me right now, too. Oh, yeah.
0: That'd be so cool. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. Sancho. The Sancho. The Sancho. The Sancho. 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 <laughs> I'll that
3: song, right? <laughs> Sancho. Yeah, man. Very uh,
0: cool. I didn't even think about all that. That's a good idea. Yeah. marketing angle. Yeah. Sancho. I'll send you my bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just full of ideas. Nah, yeah. that's... <laughs>
3: that is so cool. cool. Yeah.
0: Dude. I love it. Good. Awesome. Right. JP, thank you very much, man. Yes, it was a oh, pleasure. Bye. Our pleasure, Likewise. for sure, man. Thanks, man. Yes, very sir. Coming.
3: Yes, sir. All right.
0: We're out. Awesome. time. We're done. Boom.
1: Thanks for listening to the Go Time Podcast with Todd Martin and Brendan O'Reilly. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Go Time Ranch, so you can come work with us each day to learn, have fun, and be inspired. For information on bookings and merchandise, please visit www.GoTimeRanch.com.